Welcome back to episode 4. And if you're new here, welcome. This is a completely unscripted podcast. I generally don't know what I'm going to talk about until I hit record. So I hope you stick around and hopefully what I talk about resonates with you in some way. And I guess it's helpful. This is kind of therapeutic for me. But I'm, I really do hope that some of the things that I say are relatable in some way. I have been seeing a lot of articles about quiet quitting. It is not a new concept. It just has a new name now, I guess, in this era or generation. Ultimately, it's just you doing the bare minimum at work to get by. I have feelings about this. They may or may not resonate. (laughs) I don't know. Is it really that bad if someone does the bare minimum? At least they're meeting expectations, right? I, I do see why that can be an issue, but hear me out. I think that it's hard for someone to give more than 100% all the time. If we're talking about mental wellness, then it is really hard for someone to be at 100% in every single area of their life all the time. So I generally subscribe to bringing things into alignment and more of an optimal state. That being said, I don't know if it's possible for people to give 100% at work every single day, much less give 150% at work every single day, which is kind of what employers want you to do. They want you to go above and beyond. There's nothing wrong with that, but... I think it's unrealistic to expect that every single day and for someone to remain in good mental standing, right? Life is crazy. Well, I think life is crazy. Maybe that's just me, but life is crazy. Life is hard. Life is so dynamic. If you're trying to ensure that you are eating properly, you are getting in enough movement into your days, you're staying hydrated, you are nourishing the relationships in your life, whether that's friendship, spouse spouse relationships, parental relationships, whatever. You're trying to ensure that those are healthy. You are also trying to ensure that you are doing good in your church responsibilities, right? Because we have responsibilities, especially if you have um, a calling that's very demanding, like maybe you're, you're in charge of people. That definitely is, it can be a lot. You're also trying to manage your spiritual health to ensure that you're still praying, you're still reading your scriptures the way that you intend to, like doing your scripture study. Um, family home evenings, you know, the list goes on. 
you're also balancing your finances because you want to make sure that you are being self-reliant and maybe even try to foster or nourish a passion that you have or an interest a hobby if you are a parent and you have children especially if you have multiple children that's that in itself is a full-time job if you ask me I'm not a mother but just seeing mothers I don't know being a good mom it's it's a lot of work especially if they have more than one child one child is already a lot but multiple yeah so that in itself if you ask me is a full-time job or if you have um, loved ones that you're caring for maybe maybe you're caring for sick um, parents or siblings or something that you, you have those added responsibilities that's also a full-time job if you ask me and on top of that you are also trying to ensure that you are adding value at work it's a lot of areas so all of life's happenings is happening what do you do is it really possible to give a hundred percent in all of these areas all the time absolutely not absolutely not we are not perfect beings it's it's impossible even with the lord's help we can't give a hundred percent because we can't run faster than we are able that being said it's impossible to give a hundred percent at work every single day when life is also happening simultaneously furthermore it's even more impossible, if that's even a thing, to give 110% every single day. Now, I'm not saying that these things are impossible for the Lord. That's absolutely not true. All things are possible through the Savior, Jesus Christ. What I am saying, though, is that we are human and he expects us to call on him in our times of need and he does expect us to cherish the vessel that we were given and to prioritize the important things in life. I've just been having some thoughts about this. I realize like I'm approaching mid-30s and wow, I am burnt out. I, I am burnt out. I am experiencing mental exhaustion because all the jobs that I've had have required me to um, think critically, to think strategically, to think creatively, to always be in a position to, to improve the current situation, current processes, new ideas, more creative ways of doing things, you know, just things that really add value always in a value creation mode never in a maintenance mode maintenance is relevant or has been relevant but mostly it's in value creation not value maintenance that is exhausting that is really exhausting there is guilt feeling that oh my goodness i'm 
a waste of space if I'm not always creating value <laughs> because that's what society tells me that I need to do. I need to always be creating value or else I am no value, right? I have zero value. That's simply not true. I'm starting to get comfortable with that, knowing that I can't always be at 100%, especially when life is happening. Sometimes we just need to be able to survive. Sometimes we need to be in a low maintenance mode where it's like, okay, I am doing the bare minimum because it's so hard to even do the bare minimum. But I am putting all my energy into doing this bare minimum. So at that time, maybe that bare minimum is my hundred. I don't know. Maybe you can call it that. At different times or capacity changes. Yes, there are 24 hours in a day, but our capacity is not just about hours in a day or minutes in a day. Our capacity includes our physical abilities and it includes our mental abilities. And I realized that though my physical capacities are more or less the same, I guess, I still have the same hours in the day, my mental capacity has decreased significantly. And I have to be aware of that and I have to accept that. This is not to say that it won't change, but I'm just saying the period in my life that I'm in right now, my capacity, my mental capacity is lower than what my normal is. I think I'm trending into a new normal right now, actually, and that's okay. It's okay to have new normals. If that's the case, then it would be ridiculous to keep doing what. I'm always doing or what I've been used to doing before when I had the old normal. So when I had the old normal, the old capacity, I'm operating at X level. That has to change because I have lower capacity right now in this phase. In this phase of life, I have a lower mental capacity right now. And if that's the case, if that's my new normal right now, then there's no way I can do what I was doing before. I've been thinking about that. And I've been trying not to feel guilty about it. I think I've mentioned this before. That right now I'm trying to get my finances in order. There's just... I had like a huge financial <laughs> hit. And so everything is in disarray. And I've just been trying to normalize that right now. And in order to do that, I need... A pretty decent paying job. But the thing is, when you have a really decent paying job, it requires you to use a lot of your mental energy because what is required in these jobs is always value creation. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I have recognized that I'm not in a place where that is something that I can just turn on like a switch and do every single day in and out at 110% or even 100%. So what do you do? 
Mm. I saw this meme <laughs> the other day. I was looking, I, was, I think I was scrolling through Instagram. No, it was, it was a reel, right? It was a reel. I saw this reel on Instagram the other day. It was, or maybe it was a TikTok video. I don't know. Something. Video. It was talking about quiet quitting and it showed boomers. So boomers, their response to quiet quitting. And it said, oh, so, so this is the boomer saying, oh boy, um, this is, this is, this is not good. This is not good. But you know what? I have two years until retirement. So I just have to stick it out because, you know, it's just two years until retirement. So I just need to hang in there. And then you have the millennials <laughs> that say, oh boy, another lackluster performance appraisal i guess because you know you're doing the bare minimum right another lackluster performance appraisal like okay i guess i need to just focus and do what i need to do and look for another job <laughs> at the same time and then it had gen z saying oh no this is crazy i quit <laughs> that's their response to quiet quitting and it's interesting because different generations, their response is different. And why is that the case? Because it depends on your circumstance. The truth is, I'm sure all of us would love to just get up and quit if we think something is um, not serving us anymore or it's, you know, we need better. But it's not that simple because you have responsibilities, right? Of course, if I didn't have a ton of financial obligations, then maybe I'd get up and quit. But I can't do that because if I do that, then creditors are going to come after me and that's not good. The, the next step is to, what is it? They're saying focus and do what is required, right? While they look for another job. Hmm. And I'm not out there telling people that they need to do that. Your response is entirely up to you. It's based on your situation. But I do what what I do want to drive home is the fact that even if we want to give a hundred percent, because I've been telling my brain that, oh my goodness, just just focus and just do this. This is this is what you need to do. Just focus and do it. And it's I don't know. It's it's a it's as stubborn as a mule. It's I think my brain is a mule because it just sits there and looks at me and it's like nah not doing this, not getting up, not budging. I'm not moving. And I'm literally pulling on a harness saying, come on, we have to do this. We need to, this, this is what we need to do. And my brain is just like, nope, not doing it. I'm not ready. And I think sometimes when we're in situations where we're feeling this way, or maybe similar ways, it could be something else. We need to slow down and listen to what our body is saying we need to because i think sometimes it's trying to tell us stuff sometimes it's trying to tell us stuff sometimes it's trying to say slow down sometimes it's trying to say okay you know this is not it but we're not listening and then when we push past those limits that's when we get sick that's when you know things happen that we don't want to happen maybe or relationships get strained or 
spending a lot of time building a career that we are completely passionless about instead of following something that we are passionate about and that we could monetize but we didn't because we just thought we needed to do this thing that we're currently doing we're afraid to fail we're afraid to try new things things like that i don't have it all figured out not at all we're workshopping it we who's we i i i am workshopping it so i'm not telling you what to do i'm trying to tell myself what to do right because i don't have it all figured out but what i will say is that these moments have literally brought me so much closer to the savior because i've literally been pouring out my heart in prayer more asking for direction you know thinking about the things that are in my patriarchal blessing the gifts and the talents that i supposedly have i don't know and trying to get direction as to i'm unhappy right now i feel like i can't do any more but i know that i still need to do something so i'm asking heavenly father to guide me to show me what it is that i can do to create that passion in my life right through an activity being able to do something that's fulfilling and at the same time financially rewarding because you know you still have to eat so we can't pretend that oh i'm just doing this for the love like yeah i'm doing it for the love but i still need to get paid so i have been praying a lot more about that i don't think i've gotten the answer clearly i think i've been getting breadcrumbs <laughs> but i think in these moments sometimes it's really important to just try going out on a limb trying different things trying different avenues and i believe that the lord will open the way he will open the way once once we take the first step so that's what i i'm trying to do that's where i'm at right now i hope that if you are feeling any way similar that you will have the courage to take that first step and to trust heavenly father and to rely on our savior jesus christ to guide you and carry you across whatever treacherous waters you're going through or trying to wade through i wish i had all the answers some sometimes i wish that life was a lot easier i can't imagine anyone not wishing that at least some point in their lives i wish i didn't have all this financial strain i wish that i don't know i was happier with the way that i look i wish that i did not have to work at all not because of laziness well, who knows maybe part of it is laziness i don't know but i just wish i could do something that was really rewarding in a in a way that's i guess you know purposeful or fulfilling and also financially rewarding but that's not how it is right now 
and that's okay. But that doesn't mean it will stay that way. This is an incomplete journey because, again, this is not scripted. This is not me telling you everything that has happened and what will happen and how great things life will turn out. I'm hopeful that life will turn out great. I will say that I've waded through some 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 muddy water and it's less muddy now. There are happy moments more so than there were a year or two or even three ago. So life is getting better. It is it is improving and I'm learning to look at the I don't want to say learning to look at the bright side of things, but I am trying to be more mindful of my blessings and to be grateful for them rather than focusing on all the things I don't have or all the things that are not going well because there are a lot. At the same time, there are still a lot of things that are going well, especially in a time where, you know, my mother has cancer, my her sister has cancer and they're both going through active, you know, chemotherapy treatments and my father is trying to be good in terms of making sure that his heart is healthy having survived a quadruple bypass and to make sure that he's doing what he needs to do so he doesn't need a pacemaker things like that so and and i'm I'm just battling this. I'm, I have this little weight struggle going back and forth. That's really all that I have because I'm still physically healthy in terms of I don't have any of those issues right now. Thank the Lord. So those are things to be grateful for. Um, and also the fact that they're still alive and they're managing and they're surviving. That's That's wonderful. So... There are rays of sunshine peeking out through the clouds. And I I do have to remind myself of that while I seek better. So what's the moral of this story? This incomplete story. (laughs) I guess what I will say is don't be afraid to take that first step and heavily rely on the Savior to comfort you and to guide you. He understands perfectly what each of us is going through. And, you know, he has perfect empathy. He knows how to succor us, but we have to let him in. That's the thing. We have to let him in. And that's something that I'm working on doing more and more each day. Letting him in to my life so that I can feel that warmth and that peace as I traverse the rough seas of life. And I hope that you will do the same. I know that Heavenly Father loves us and he listens to our prayers and that the Savior is there for us. And he will be there for us in our time of need if we just reach out to him. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.